Hi, I'm Tony Ruggiero, host of the Dew Sweepers for over a dozen years. For a dozen years, I've had the best seat on the lesson tee here as I sat and listened to the world's greatest teachers, the world's greatest mental coaches, fitness experts, equipment experts, anything you needed to play better golf, I was able to bring to you each and every week on PGA Tour Radio. And more importantly, all of these guests, the very best from around the world of golf, were a huge influence on me and my teaching career and shaped everything that I believe today as I help folks play better golf here in the Dew Sweeper Dome. I want to take this chance now as the Dew Sweepers moves on and changes shape and changes form and bring back to you some of my favorite teachers, players, and guests. And hopefully you'll enjoy this opportunity as we bring you the lessons from the legends, the best segments that I've found as I've gone back through these dozen years, and I bring them back to you in the form of this Dew Sweepers podcast. I hope you'll enjoy. And if you hear something you like and you want to reach out to us, or you want to go ahead and find out more instruction and see some of our instructional videos, go to dosweepersgolf.com. That's dosweepersgolf.com. Or you can always find me on Instagram as the Dewsweeper or Dewsweepergolf on Twitter. I hope you enjoy this instruction. I've enjoyed the past dozen years with you each and every week, helping each of you play better golf. Got a swing problem? Email your question to Tony at DewSweepersGolfShow.com. Now, more Dew Sweepers. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. It's a pleasure to have here with us once again on the Dew Sweepers, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, Mr. Brady Riggs. Brady, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Tony. How you doing? Doing fantastic, Brady. We're going to talk a little bit about something today that I think golfers are going to find interesting because it's something I think they all talk about around grill rooms and locker rooms at their clubs and at their local golf courses. They always talk about who has the best swing on tour or who has the best this or who has the best that. And recently, Golf Magazine did a great article about the number one swing on tour, pulled a whole bunch of the Golf Magazine top 100 teachers and came up with some different things. And I thought it'd be interesting to to talk a little bit about what what the top 100 teachers came up with with you and talk about what some of the best swings out there on tour are sounds great to me okay let's go ahead and start if you don't mind let's start with setup the number one setup was adam scott if you don't mind brady talk a little bit about what's so great about setup with adam what makes it so good and why why the average golfers out there should replicate his setup well you know what's interesting about adam scott's setup is that it has changed over the last year and is the very reason why he's actually playing better now than he did in the previous two or three years where he really, really struggled with the ball striking. Um, a couple of years ago, he was everybody liked his setup then too, but his head was abnormally sort of stuck up in the air. His chin was almost too far away from his chest in the setup, and it really messed with his posture. And if you looked at Adam Scott's head, a lot like Tiger's criticized for all the time, it would drop significantly during the swing into a more neutral position during the back swing and then even lower through impact. And Scott's made a, a great adjustment in that he's allowing his chin to be a little closer to his chest now in the address position, which makes his head not have to move so much during the swing. And it's really helped out his ball striking. He's just gotten a lot more consistent over the last year, and I think he's, he's back to being a world threat again instead of uh, somebody who was missile attacks. You know, Brady, before we move on, I think one of the interesting things about that that, that – 
I'm always trying to share with with golfers and with students is that it's critical and it's amazing how much setup plays an important role in other things that happen during the golf swing and what you talked about with Adam Scott's posture and the position of his chin and his head played a, a, a huge role in what he did during the golf swing which caused him you know which hurt his ball striking and yet a lot of folks would see somebody doing something like that in their golf swing but not know to start or not know that the posture affects that sure i mean you know people want more glamorous things to work on right i mean they they want to deal with hinge or lag or you know uh one plane all the wonderful things people get stuck on when most of the time they'd be so much better off they just focused on the things in the beginning that lead to good mechanics you know posture ball position alignment width of stance all those little things that add up into creating the path and the and the shape of your swing but they try to skip A and go to Z, and that's where they get messed up. You know, Brady, we're going to move on from, from Adam and from setup. Let's talk about the number one backswing was rated Anthony Kim. Talk about what's so good about Anthony's backswing, and, you know, what what should people look at when they're looking at Anthony's backswing? You know, um, Anthony's backswing, I'd say, would be a great swing to copy for younger, more flexible, athletic players. I think it's a horrific swing for people to copy that are, you know, your average 40 to 50-year-old guy who's, you know, maybe not in the greatest of shape, not super flexible. And the reason I say that is that Anthony has a lot of lateral motion in his, in his takeaway and very little hip rotation and he's able to do that because he's very flexible and he can still create enough turn with his upper body to get the club set properly at the top but it's really difficult for the average player to look at Anthony's backswing and try and copy it because they need to turn their hips significantly more to get the club in a position to come from the inside enough coming down and uh, you know I've seen Anthony hit probably three or four thousand balls over the years on the range and it's something he's always had in the swing is that lateral motion um, and it's it's just it's interesting how some swings are great for people to look at and try and emulate, and other ones aren't. And even though it was voted the best backswing, and I think it's a fantastic backswing because the club's in such great places, I think it'd be a very difficult one to copy for the average guy. Brady, when you think about a golf swing, not to get off of the article, but a backswing for the average guy, going along the lines of what you just talked about, is there one that comes to your mind that you might show the the 40-year-old guy that doesn't have that flexibility and athletic ability? Oh, absolutely. Davis Love, to me, has a great backswing to copy. I use it all the time in my video when I'm working with kid, uh, with players, um, average players, because he, he has a very sharp hip rotation in the beginning. He keeps a nice connection between his upper left arm and chest. And so the club may get a little bit inside going back, but his hip turn is so significant so early that it allows his arms and the club to get a little more behind him at the top, which is something most people aren't able to do because they they don't turn their hips properly going back that's a great analogy there and we're gonna we're gonna move on to you know to the best transition and this is a golf swing that i think everybody loves as far as the rhythm of it and we're talking about transition here but that would be fred couples absolutely a couples transition is smooth and languid a lot like l's you know when people say if i ask a student what are who do you want to swing like whose swing do you like And, and almost always they'll say ernie l's or or Fred Couples. Those are the two that always come to mind, and it's because, you know, it's so smooth and it, it so, looks so languid and easy. And so I think that's why people mention couples. I mean, I think you'd agree that, that couples mechanics are, are a little unusual. You know, the grip's very strong, the left wrist is very cupped at the top, his arms are very high, the club's across the line, elbows away from his body. There's a lot of things about his top that are a little unusual. 
but he does get the club in a fantastic place coming down. And, uh, you know, his transition's terrific, but it is, it is again, it's a little unique, and it's a difficult one for people to, to put their thumb on for, them, for their own game. Brady, when we talk about the number one power move that, that was talked about by Golf Magazine and the top 100 teachers, Sergio Garcia was the, the top power move. Talk a little bit about what makes his golf swing so powerful for people out there that are looking at it. Sure. Sergio does something that I call he's double directional at the top. And what that and Hogan was before him, Tommy Armour the third, another guy like that, um, Anthony Kim, another guy who, who's double directional. And what that basically means is that while the arms and the club are completing the backswing, the body is driving hard towards the target, and the weight is moving onto the left leg really before the backswing is completed. And what happens when you have that type of transition and the change of direction is very sharp is that the club responds by by getting torqued or, or, or lagged a lot. We see the shaft bending and getting very close to the body coming down. It's just like a whip-like effect, like we you know, can visualize if you were snapping a whip or a towel or something. As you're moving one direction and the club is going the other direction, it ends up getting very close to you. And as it gets close to you coming down, it's able to really explode through impact. So that wider kind of big back swing, sharp change of direction, bringing the club down close, creates a ton of speed it's it's a great move but it, again it's not an easy move for the average guy moving along and talking about the number one impact position we're going to talk about tiger woods brady what is it that makes tiger's impact position so good and, and one where the top 100 teachers would say that he has the best impact position well i think it's i think it's because tiger's tiger you know that's why he's <laughs> voted in that <laughs> that number one spot I think you'd be kind of foolish not to consider him up there for sure. But, you know, I mean, Tiger does some things, again, that I don't think are great for the average player. His hands are very high at the bottom. His right shoulder is very low. His hips are, are, you know, rotated really hard. All difficult things for the average guy to do. Um, you know, Tiger does a fantastic job of hitting the shaft, leaning forward at impact, which all great players do. And, and that's the number one thing you want to see out of, out, of, out of a player through impact is that the shaft has a little forward lean in it. Um, which makes sure that the hands stay in front of the club head through impact. Um, you know, Tiger's move has gotten a little worse. I think we'd probably agree over the last year or so as he's been struggling mightily with his, with hitting the ball consistently. But, um, you know, it's, it's dynamic and it's athletic, but it's, it's also it has a few issues with it. You know, I'd rather see the hands a little lower at impact, the right foot on the ground a little bit more, the hips not quite as rotated, and the shoulders a little bit more parallel to the horizon through impact personally because I think it, it leads to more consistent ball striking. We've got about a minute left here Brady and let's let's finish up with what the best overall swing and, and I love this golf swing and I think I think you know a lot of average golfers love this golf swing too and that is Steve Stricker's. Sure I mean Stricker's cool I mean he's 83rd in greens and regs so you know his numbers aren't fantastic tee to green but the thing that Stricker does I think which a lot of people should copy is that there's not a huge descending blow in that swing you know, he's able to shape his downswing and keep the club attacking on a shallower angle. That absolutely helps the driver. It makes it more consistent. He's able to keep the ball in play, get a little bit of a draw, all the things that most people really struggle with. But it also helps the wedges. When you're not descending too hard, the club doesn't, the leading edge doesn't work into the ground as much, and it's just easier to hit those wedge shots, especially the in-between wedge shots. When you miss them, they're not awful. And so I think it's a, it's a good swing to copy because of those reasons, because it's, it's sort of vanilla, 
but it also has that feature of being a little bit shallower, which most people really struggle with. Brady, some great information and great insight to the to the best swings on tours voted on by Golf Magazine. And appreciate you coming on the show as always. And again, we'll look forward to catching up with you real soon as we talk about, you know, some more things that can help the average golfer out there play better golf. Sounds great, Tony. Thanks so much for having me. All right. That's Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher Brady Riggs. I'm Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers. The Dew Sweepers Golf Show will be right back with more help for your golf game. No three putts now. Tony's coming right back on the Dew Sweepers Network. Have you ever taken a golf lesson and were given too much information? Ever left a golf lesson hitting it worse than when you came? Everybody wants to play golf better and faster. Tony Ruggiero's Dew Sweepers Golf School is designed to help you understand what you need to do to play better, not just swing better. You'll always leave your lesson with one key essential to work on and a video with audio notes to help structure your practice when you're on your own. Come to a Dew Sweepers Golf School location and take a lesson from a Dew Sweeper certified instructor. All are trained in the latest coaching, teaching, and club fitting techniques. All Dew Sweeper Golf School programs are designed to put you on the road to better golf sooner than ever. Dew Sweepers Golf School instruction is available at select Edwin Watts Golf locations or find out more by going to DewSweepersGolfShow.com. Call 800-203-4885 for information on instruction or fitting at Tony Ruggiero's Dew Sweepers Golf School. That's 1-800-203-4885. Tony Ruggiero's Dew Sweepers Golf Schools, designed and engineered to help you play better golf. If you're a golfer, you probably know Cleveland Golfer. They're wedged, the number one wedge in the game of golf. The CG15, with its laser-milled face and patented zip groove technology, has the maximum dimensions allowed under the current rules of golf. The zip grooves act like tread on a tire and help channel away moisture and debris away from the face to help you improve contact and spin. Over 70% of the shots played in a round of golf are from within 120 yards. Recovery and precision have a direct impact on scoring. Players need the best selection of wedges to handle these shots. The Cleveland Golf CG15 Wedge. For the vast majority of golfers, you'll be allowed to play these grooves until 2024. Cleveland Golf, however, will have to quit producing these CG15 wedges with zip grooves at the end of the year. The year of the wedge is now. Make sure you have the CG15 in your bag. The year of the wedge, the Cleveland Golf CG15 Wedge. 